The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. She had, in fact, summoned an Uber. Was waiting for that Uber ride to come. You hear about all these horrible things happening on the news, and you just don't expect it to be. One of the kids growing up with children. Her family rushing from New Jersey down to South Carolina as soon as they learned that she was missing. We believe she simply mistakenly got into this particular car thinking it was an Uber ride. It's just sickening. It's sickening. I am just heart sick, heart sick over what we believe has happened in South Carolina. A South Carolina co-ed seemingly gets into a car she thinks is her Uber. And then hours later, this beautiful 21-year-old girl, Samantha Josephson, is found dead. I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thank you for being with us. We want justice. First to Robin Walensky joining me, CrimeOnline.com investigative reporter and author of Beautiful Life, CSI behind the Casey Anthony trial on Amazon. Robin, when I first saw the photo and it shows her, there's a video, it shows her walking out probably from a bar or restaurant. She's out with all of her friends. They're all co-eds. She walks up to a car. She seemingly... As she opens the door, says something. I'm looking at it right now. It looks like she speaks or says something, and she gets in. And interesting, it's not just her. The car stops. The car sees her on the corner, and it stops, and it lets her get in. It's not like she went up to a car zooming past and waved it down. This car comes up to her and stops. And I mean, Robin, you know, when you get off the, a plane and you go out to your car or your cab or whatever you're doing, there's a huge throng of people at ground transportation. They're all waiting on Lyft and Uber. They're all waiting on that. So everybody knows now when people are just standing there at the corner, they're waiting on a ride. He knew that. He had to know, Robin, let's just start at the beginning. What happened? Well, you know, Nancy, she's a senior. She was going to graduate in a couple weeks. She is a beautiful, beautiful girl. Full scholarship to go to law school at at Drexel in Philadelphia was going to be closer to home. She's from New Jersey. She's out with a couple of friends at a bar, the Bird Dog Bar. And this is 
it, it's beyond belief that it's so random. You know, she calls the Uber. She thinks that that's the guy because, like you say, he slowed down. And what do you say when you get into the Uber? I, I take Uber all the time. And you get in and you say, hey, are you the Uber driver? And the person in the front says, yeah, I am. But you can see the one thing that strikes me about this is that Uber and Lyft, its competitor, the drivers nowadays have the, the neon sign or the sticker in the front window. And this video is very, very clear to the eye. And I think at that hour of the night, 1, 2 o'clock in the morning, maybe she didn't look to see the sticker and just trusted, well, I just called the Uber, and now the driver's arrived. I'm looking at her right now. She looks like um, natural and wholesome Kim Kardashian. She's, she's gorgeous. She's got the long black hair. The, it looks like a perfect smile. And uh, guys, let me introduce my all-star panel with me. Kathleen Murphy, North Carolina family and divorce lawyer. Karen Smith from the Florida jurisdictions. Forensics expert. When I say expert, I mean it. Renowned medical examiner. Author of Homicide Investigation Field Guide from this jurisdiction. Dr. Michelle Dupree. And forensic psychiatrist, Dr. Daniel Bober. We've all looked at the video. We've all looked at her. You know, I, I, I'm curious what you think, Dr. Bober, because think about it, and this isn't right. It's wrong, but I do it too. When I'm taking an Uber or a Lyft, I'm working. Um, and when I'm working, I'm 200%. My head is in my work. I'm on the phone. I'm sending emails. I'm reading texts. I mean, it's nonstop. I wake up and go from zero to 150, just like that. And I'm not focusing on, wow, could this guy be a killer? A car pulls up. I open the door. He looks like, an, he looks like he's expecting me. I go, are you Uber? They go, yeah. I hop in. If you look at this video, Dr. Bobert, she's totally unassuming. She has no idea what's happening, Dr. Bobert. How do we put on blinders? I mean, because I do the same thing, Bober. Because, Nancy, you believe that it's not going to happen to you, and, and all you're thinking is, I just want to ride home, and it's late at night. I've seen this scam even here in Florida. You know, there's a line of Uber drivers, and so a couple of cars will slip in that aren't really Uber, and you get into the car and you don't think twice about it, but, you know, they always tell you to check the tag, the make and model of the car and the driver's name and make sure it all matches up. But who's thinking that? Exactly. All you're thinking about is I want to get from point A to point B, and I'm not thinking about whether this driver is, is even the correct driver, much less a killer. So I think it's just human nature. You know, uh, joining me also out in L.A., my partner in crime, Alan Duke here in the studio, Jackie Howard. Alan, um, I love L.A., I love California. My sister lives in California with her family. But when I'm in L.A., not because of L.A., don't take it the wrong way, Alan Duke, I'm miserable because I'm away from my twins. I could be anywhere away from them, and I'm miserable. I'm five, five hours in the air away from them. So when I'm in California and I'm trying to get an Uber, because it's hard. You don't just go out on the street and raise your arm and a taxi drives up like in New York. Out there, you kind of have to plan it. They don't have taxis just swarming the streets. So you have to get your car, get your ride. And 
I am so anxious when I'm there in your hometown because I want to do my business and get on that plane and get back to the twins. I would probably crawl in, you know, mm. a semi thinking it was an Uber, <laughs> you know, because you uh, the car pulls up. Everybody's crazy driving uh, in, in L.A. You pull up, a car slows down. Of course it's an Uber. Who else would slow down in L.A.? Nobody. Yeah, they're everywhere here. I mean, this weekend I called an Uber to get my my daughter and grandkids over for the weekend. That's how common we use it. My wife had a situation in Beverly Hills where she was driving through in her car, which is a nice black car. Somebody jumped into the back seat. It was a guy apparently high on drugs who thought it was his Uber. Dear Lord in heaven. he, He wouldn't get out until she called the police. And I was attacked by a guy who pretended like he was a Lyft driver. Uh, that's actually a case being prosecuted right now. So it it's sure is, Alan. Pretty and, crazy. Um, if you need me to come make a cameo appearance in court, I, I, I actually may. Her family rushing from New Jersey down to South Carolina as soon as they learned that she was missing. And today they learned the horrific news. And we believe that she simply mistakenly got into this particular car thinking it was an Uber ride. She opened the door and got into it. The 21-year-old political science major at the University of South Carolina would be found the next day by turkey hunters murdered in a wooded area. 24-year-old Nathaniel Rowland is in custody for her kidnapping and killing. He was pulled over in that Impala by police Saturday morning and tried to run away. Officers caught up with him and searched the car. The analysis concluded that the blood in the suspect vehicle was that of the victim. Also, a cell phone belonging to the victim was found inside the passenger compartment. Samantha Josephson was a native of Robbinsville, New Jersey, and grew up next door to the Midnick family. Smart, bubbly, funny, funny kid. She was a good kid. She was set to graduate in a few weeks and return closer to home for her next chapter. Sammy had a full ride to Drexel Law School. The child locks were enabled in that vehicle, so there was no way that she could escape out of one of the back doors. Oh, that just makes me sick. I feel like just crying right now. I mean, this girl was doing so much with her life. I'm talking about a 21-year-old girl, Samantha Josephson, already had a full scholarship to Drexel Law School in Philly. I'm just, she had so much ahead of her, and she was trying so hard just weeks away from graduation there at University of South Carolina, and she was doing nothing every other co-ed was do, wasn't was doing. She was out having a good time with her girlfriends, going home alone to her room at University of South Carolina. Hails an Uber, gets in, and she's dead. I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thank you for being with us. Jackie keeps waving her arms here in the studio and saying something about a picture. What, Jack? Uber always sends you a picture. Okay, got it, got it. Is that true? I never even looked to see if I have a picture. Kathleen Murphy is, Jackie, what Jackie is telling me, and I'm trying to repeat as best as I can, I think I'm the weak link in this scenario. Kathleen Murphy, Jackie's saying Uber sends you a picture of your driver. Now, I didn't know that. I've never gotten a picture of my driver. Is that something I've new? Never, I, that is something that we get when we do do our uber but nancy i have to say something and this is on my heart her parents are i just can't even imagine where they are but hearing their story today i called my daughter who is in philadelphia who uses uber all the time who's getting ready to graduate in may 
and I warned her. And so their daughter's death is not in vain. I warned my daughter. The other thing I need to say, Nancy, is when this guy was picked up by the police, he was trolling again. He was looking for somebody else. They, their daughter's life was not lost in vain. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Kathleen Murphy is telling me something. Robin Walensky with me, CrimeOnline.com investigative reporter. And I'm about to bring in forensics expert Karen Smith and Dr. Michelle Dupree, medical examiner and author. Robin, what Kathleen is saying is striking a chord in me because when I'm looking at the video, which you can see at CrimeOnline.com, he is trolling. She put it perfectly. He, it, this is not some accident on Samantha's part. He, she, she's standing there on her phone, looking at her phone on the corner. It's late at night. He is slowed down. He pulls up to her. This is no accident where she just happens to get in the wrong car. I am telling you, and there's no way for me to prove it right now because my only witness is dead, murdered. That's Samantha. But he led her to believe that he was an Uber driver, Robin. I mean, by the way, remember I was saying he slows down, he comes to a stop and pulls up to her? He's trolling. That's exactly what he's doing. Right, and he's slowly coming around a corner. There, in this area, if you've ever been there, there's a finite amount of bars. This is not like New York City or New Orleans where there's a, tons and tons and tons of endless, endless bars. This is a, the downtown area where the college kids are. Finite amount of bars, and he's slowing down as if he's the Uber driver. He has an M.O., and this is his M.O., and so he's pretending, but he was, you know, out to do something very, very bad. It is making me sick. I agree with Samantha's mother that this is the last thing Samantha saw. This, as she says, vile killer who put on the child locks in the car of the back seat so she couldn't get out. His name, Nathaniel Rowland. He's being detained right now at the Alvin Escalin Detention Center on four charges, murder, kidnap, failure to stop on police command, possession of drugs. He's taken into custody 3 a.m. on Saturday after a Columbia police canine officer spots his vehicle near Five Points. Is that where it was, Robin Walensky, the Five Points area, Robin? Yes. Fitting the description yes, that's, that's the area. of the one Samantha Josephson entered the night she disappeared. The officer makes a routine traffic stop. Then he jumps out of the car and leads the cop on a foot chase. Blood discovered in the trunk. Blood discovered in the passenger compartment of the car that he was still driving. That blood confirmed to be that of Samantha Josephson. Straight to you, Karen Smith, forensics expert. Tell me about the traces left behind. And, and this is the deal. You can, nothing goes without a trace. A uh, 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 touch DNA, a hair, a fiber. There is a trail in that car, Karen Smith, forensics expert. Tell me about it. That's right. That is low cards exchange principle. That is the hallmark of forensic science. Every contact leaves a trace. And in this case, he left a lot of traces uh, in the car. 
you're dealing with visible blood stains. I don't think that this required luminol. I don't think this required any chemical analysis. I think that the officers could see it, which meant it was nothing more than a simple color test to do a presumption that it was blood. Once they had that presumption and the color test came back positive, they took some samples. They shipped it off to the laboratory where they quickly did a comparison with her blood and found that it was a match. So at that point, they know they've got the right guy. They know they've got the car. And then they did a subsequent search for additional evidence. So fantastic, fantastic police work. Okay, let me ask you a question. Um, you're saying that that was probably to the naked eye. What else do you expect to be found in that car? And do you believe that that black car, I believe it was a uh, Ford Impala, do you believe that was the primary crime scene, Karen Smith? Yes, I do. I do believe that was the primary crime scene. And the reason I believe that is because, listen, if you have blood inside a car, you have a violent crime. There's no two ways about it. Something violent happened in that car. I don't know the amount of blood that they found. I don't know if it was trace amounts or if it was a larger amount. I don't know what the trunk looked like. But if they could see it, then we can make the assumption that a violent crime occurred. You're also going to look for hairs. You're going to look for fibers, um, any type of other biological evidence that may be present. Um, you know, I'm not going to go into details on that, but I think we can all use our imaginations. Um, okay. Uh, you know point, what? Karen Smith, yeah. forensics expert, look around. You're on a crime program. Okay. Semen. Yeah. That's what you're talking about. Go yeah. ahead. I right. mean, that, that, I, when is, you talk to a jury, about, I, you have you know. to say exactly what you mean. And I expect the same thing. That's what I think is going to be found. Go ahead. I agree. I agree a hundred percent. Uh, you're going to find a combination of her DNA and his DNA, um, semen, vaginal fluids, stuff like that, and probably in the back seat. Um, we can use an alternate light source and and do a quick sweep of that area. If you have a, a glow, which is what it'll look like under that light source, you take another sample. Uh, they can do a microscopical analysis of that and then run DNA uh, compared to the suspect. And, uh, you know, that's that's the next steps. Uh, for this investigation. Child safety locks are built into rear doors of almost every car now to prevent rear seat passengers from opening the doors. And this occurs while you're driving in transit and while the vehicle has stopped. Uh, cars have been built with safety locks since the early 80s. And the reality of safety locks is that if you're in the back seat, you cannot open the door. Someone either has to disengage the child lock from the front seat, the control panel, or get out and open the door. Uh, again, built into rear doors of most cars to prevent children from getting out. And it's very simple. It's safe. It's secure to keep children getting out of the car. Now, it's called a child lock, but in this case, it resulted in murder. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zen for a spin. Zen nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Ready to start your new journey? Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge. Enjoy Zen nicotine pouches for 10 days and discover a fresher way to experience nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Here's how to get started with the Zen 10 Challenge. Simply pick your strength and varieties online and check out. Once your Zen nicotine pouches arrive in the mail, enjoy pure nicotine satisfaction at your leisure. 
After your 10-day trial, let us know what you think. If Zen isn't for you, no hard feelings. It's that simple. Order online at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com to start your new journey today with the Zen 10 Challenge. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. A cell phone belonging to the victim was found inside the passenger compartment of the suspect vehicle, and likewise located in the suspect vehicle was a container of liquid bleach, germicidal wipes, and window cleaner. Further investigation on the suspect vehicle determined that a child safety seat was in the back, and then the child safety locks were activated on the door that would not allow someone to the means of escape from the back of the suspect vehicle. The body in Clarity County was also located in an area known to the defendant and near an area where the suspect recently resided according to law enforcement sensitive databases and electronic access state maintained information. Police department investigators, SLED investigators met with the Fifth Circuit Solicitor's Office. Due to the information presented along with evidence collected by SLED, SLED will be charging our suspect, his name is, first name Nathaniel, 
middle name David, last name Roland, black male, date of birth 4-13-1994, with murder and kidnapping. That is the Columbia Police Department Chief William Holbrook in a presser describing how the suspect's car, if you looked carefully, found the victim's cell phone. I don't know if you caught this, along with bleach. To Dr. Michelle Dupree, renowned medical examiner, joining us from this jurisdiction. She's the author of Homicide Investigation Field Guide, and we are not asking you anything particular to this case, Dr. Michelle Dupree, in case you're called in on this particular autopsy for any reason. Dr. Dupree, let me ask you about him having bleach. Now, it's my understanding that although people think you can get rid of DNA with bleach and you can get rid of some trace evidence, you need something more along the lines of a muriatic acid to actually break down DNA. True, false, explain. Yes, Nancy, that is true. And I, I think that it also is going to depend on the amount of evidence. In other words, the amount of blood. Um, that would that would be there you would need an awfully lot in this case but how does bleach break down dna it does break down blood the problem is there are still trace evidence um there will still usually be some left somewhere that that the perpetrator will not get you know i'm just imagining this crime scene this is what we know about the alleged perp nathaniel david Rowland. We know that the Columbia Police Chief, Skip Holbrook, you were just hearing him, determined Roland was driving this Chevy Impala Friday morning. He pulled up to the Bird Dog. That was the name of the restaurant bar. You can see the surveillance video. Police believe Samantha was waiting there right along Harden Street for an Uber ride, and she entered Roland's car mistakenly, and he was trolling. She's not at fault. He was trolling, representing himself as an Uber driver, a fake Uber driver. What more do we know about this 24-year-old perpetrator, Robin Walensky? We know that he had some sort of a, I believe, a child seat in the back of his car. So maybe he's trying to look like a guy who's got a kid, or I, I heard that there was a child seat in the back of the vehicle as well, in addition to the him locking it. But you know what? This, this girl, Nancy, what strikes me about this, think about this. She was a prisoner, an actual prisoner in a killer's car. And it makes me sick to my stomach when I think about it, that she had no way out. Had those locks not been the child safety locks not been invoked, she could have jumped out. And, yeah, she would have gotten hurt, but she wouldn't have gotten killed. Oh, and by the way, who's driving around with a bottle of bleach in their car in the middle of the night? My bleach is in my laundry room. Why is it in his car? Why is he armed with a big bottle of bleach? There are no words to describe Damon's pain. His actions have caused our family and friends. In the courtroom, held close by Samantha Josephson's dad and sister. He's taken away a piece of our heart, soul, and life. Samantha's mom, Marcy, explained the agony left behind in a prepared statement to the judge. She preferred we not show her face. It sickens us to think that his face was the last thing that my baby girl saw on this earth. Accused killer Nathaniel Rowland waived his appearance at the bond hearing. The judge says his bond will now be set in General Sessions Court. Marcy took the time in the courtroom to share more about Samantha. Samantha was bubbly, loving, kind, and full of life. USC College of Arts and Sciences says Josephson was a political science major. 
and we learned from her mom what her plans were after graduating. She had a plan. She worked hard with graduating from college in May and starting law school in September. That future is no longer possible, leaving those she knew with a heavy heart. He took away her daughter, a sister, a granddaughter, a niece, a cousin, and a friend to so many. Samantha Josephson, a name Marcy wants never to be forgotten. My daughter's name is Samantha Josephson. Don't ever forget her name. That from our friends at WYFF-TV. I also understand that her body to Dr. Daniel Bober, forensic psychiatrist, joined me, was found by a group of turkey hunters about 65 miles away from where she was last seen alive. I'm not going to ask you, Dr. Bober, about the um, physical forensics, but what does that say to you, that her body was just discarded out in the middle of a wooded area, just left to decompose? Nancy, what that tells me, uh, given the fact that this guy was driving around with bleach in his car and trolling, that he's probably done this before, and there's probably unsolved homicides that he's involved in. I mean, this is a guy who makes a habit of it and you know treats human beings like they're pieces of trash that he can discard. So you're dealing with someone who seems like a particularly psychopathic kind of personality. To Robin Walensky, CrimeOnline.com investigative reporter, what more do we know about what was found in his car and about the location of 21-year-old Samantha Josephson's body? Right. Well, it was in a wooded area where these turkey hunters were, Nancy, and they find the body and call 911. The police come out there. As I understand it, this is an area that was very familiar to the killer, that he used to live in this area. And so he was trolling in a, in a spot populated by young college co-eds doing his kill and then dumping the body in an area familiar to him. You know, isn't that always so true? We see it over and over. Kathleen Murphy, President Scott Peterson, kept going back to the San Francisco Bay. He discarded Lacey's body in an area he was familiar, where he would go fishing. That's just one example, Kathleen Murphy. Weigh in. I, I want to say that when this gentleman was arrested, gentlemen, why did I say that? When this perpetrator was arrested, I believe that he was looking for his next victim. So he went back to the same place. He thought he could pick up another beautiful young woman, and that's how the police found him. He was back at the scene. You know, it's amazing to me. I'm just a trial lawyer. That takes a shrink about why so soon after her murder he would be back. His, in his car, her, Samantha's cell phone, bleach, window cleaner, and cleaning wipes. About 2.09 a.m., the suspect that was operating a black Chevrolet Impala approached the victim in the Five Points area in Columbia while she awaited for transportation. What we know now is that she had, in fact, summoned an Uber ride and was waiting for that ride to, that Uber ride to come. We believe we don't have a statement or any evidence that suggests this other than our observations on the video. We believe that she simply mistakenly got into this particular car thinking it was an Uber ride. She opened the door and got into it and departed with the suspect driving. With those child locks on the back, there was no way out for Samantha. How many times have I said the words, just get an Uber, just get an Uber? I mean, when I hear her mother speak, you know what? Alan Duke, my friend joining me in L.A., you know how I feel about John, David, and Lucy, my twins. 
the same way you feel about your beautiful girl and the same way everybody feels about their children. I pour every waking moment, if I'm not working, into them. I dream for them. I hope for them. I try to push them one step further. Have you done your homework? Can we work on your science project? Let's let's work on your Girl Scout. Let's work on your boy. Anything just to help them one more step along the way. Just one step. Anything. Anything. All those hopes all those dreams into Samantha. They poured all their effort, Alan. They got her through undergrad at U University of South Carolina, and she had a full scholarship to law school. How proud do you think, Alan, they were of Samantha? I, I can only imagine because she's so beautiful and an accomplished young lady. By the way, let me mention there is a GoFundMe effort to raise money for her funeral and memorial costs. All of the money will go to support the family during this tough time. They've raised almost $49,000 already. Samantha Lee Josephson Memorial Fund. You'll find it on GoFundMe. Well, you know what, Alan? I'm so glad you brought that up because um, I remember when my dad passed away, we had the most awesome funeral home that helped my mom, helped all of us. But, you know, when you get that bill at a time like that, it's like another kick in the gut, you know. So that's just one less thing they're going to have to break into their savings for. It just her future, her world looked so bright, and it ends like this. Here's Chief Holbrook. The traffic stop that I mentioned occurred about 3 a.m. The Chevy Impala that was driven by the suspect had a large, a large amount of liquid that we believed to be blood, and once they did a presumptive test, it in fact was confirmed to be blood. They executed a search warrant on that car. Additional amounts of dark colored liquid that was tested positive for blood was discovered in the trunk and in the passenger compartment. Collections of blood were obtained by the SLED forensic crime scene agents and were submitted to the SLED DNA lab for analysis and compared to known standards of the victim. The analysis concluded the blood in the suspect vehicle was that of the victim. I'm just sick, sick. This guy, Nathaniel, da Nathaniel David Rowland, 24 years old, Think about it. Did you hear what Chief Holbrook said? Blood, quote, lots of it. From what we understand, she was brutalized from her head to her feet. Brutal injuries all around her neck, her face, her head, her upper body, her legs, down, all the way down to her feet. Her beautiful body found hours later dumped in woods off a dirt road in Clarendon County over 60 miles from where she was last seen on that surveillance video getting into Roland's car. Her mother, Marcy, was so broken up at the last hearing, which he didn't have the guts to show his face and see Samantha's mother. She had to read from a statement. And I can tell you this. Dr. Bober, Dr. Daniel Bober with me, forensic psychiatrist. I'm glad she had something to read from because I remember testifying at my fiance's murder trial. It's such a blur. I don't even know what I was saying, Dr. Bober. I only, even to this day, with all the joy in my life, I can only remember little bits and pieces of that, that trial just like uh, like I'm seeing an old movie, and 
I see bits and then the film is spliced and then suddenly, yeah, I see another part. It just, I don't know how she kept her wits about her to even speak. Why is that, Dr. Bober? Why can't you think straight when you're under so much stress and pain? Because, Nancy, it's acute stress. It's, you know, the people talk about the fight or flight, but it's really the fight, flight, or freeze. And some people are so traumatized that they're disconnected from their thoughts and emotions. It's sort of the mind's way of protecting itself because the trauma is just too much to bear. She read this, quote, There are no words to describe the immense pain his actions have caused our family and friends. He's taken away a piece of our heart soul and life shame on him we thought he would be here to see his evil face i cannot fathom how someone could randomly select a person a beautiful girl and steal her life away his actions senseless vile it sickens us to think his face was the last thing my baby girl saw on this earth his unspeakable violent actions have created a hole in the universe. You know, Kathleen Murphy, she said it so perfectly, a hole in the universe. I remember when Keith was murdered, I felt like, and I still say this, that the world stopped and I got off and I turned around and the world was still spinning. And I just couldn't imagine uh -huh. that life went on as normal because it is a hole in the universe, her universe. Nancy, her sister, she had one sister. Her sister is now sisterless. And I am just, I have three girls, and I cannot even fathom where these parents are coming from. I'm heartbroken. I am devastated. But I will say this again. She did not die in vain. I called my daughters and I said don't ever get in an uber unless that driver matches don't do it to dr. Michelle Dupree joining me my longtime not just colleague but I consider a friend um, although you're a lot smarter than me dr. Dupree you do put up with my questions which must be child's play for somebody like you and dr. Bober for Pete's sake Kathleen, Karen, and Robin, don't, please don't feel left out of this. <laughs> but, but I mean, I, but Dr. Dupree, I want you to speak to me on a, a human level, not as a medical examiner and author. And I'm looking at a picture right now, Dr. Dupree. Now, you know, Dr. Dupree, I grew up on a red dirt road in the middle of, you know, rural Bibb County. I didn't even know where Barcelona, Spain was, but I'm looking at a picture. I mean, my dream is to send my children all over the world so they can see it all and experience it all and know it all. And I'm looking at a picture of her at the airport with her parents last January on her way to spend a semester abroad in Barcelona. How hard do you think those parents worked to give her all of these advantages in life, Dr. Dupree? Nancy, I'm sure they worked very hard, and there, there's just nothing, as you know, like losing a child. Um, it's just devastating. And I just want to say that our community here, everyone in the city, in the town, in the state, is just devastated by this news. It was a horrible, tragic event. We wait as justice unfolds. If you have information, please call toll-free 
888-274-6372. Repeat, 888-274-6372. Nancy Grace Crime Stories signing off. Keep the faith, friend. Goodbye. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zin 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress, a collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The natural hybrid is made from natural latex, natural wool, and environmentally safe foams. The natural hybrid elevates your sleep and supports. Go to lisa.com forward slash nancy to learn more. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash nancy. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org.